Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is time to talk some Premier League. Robbie, I thought you were going to play the uh, the Arsenal United highlights, but I think you've done our next guest a big favour here. Noel Barclay, former white striker. He's a massive United fan, Noel. Uh, you should be thanking Robbie in the booth there for not making you relive, relive what happened this morning, mate. How are you? Um, oh, not too bad. I mean, I, I think... Um I think you know I've heard heard from a lot of Arsenal fans since about six o'clock this morning, <laughs> and uh, they've been dishing it out. Um, but to, to be fair, I went into this game thinking mm, don't really fancy our chances, and then it was a, it was a bit of a strange game. We kept p- passing the ball back to the goalkeeper in the first thirty minutes, and then of course on a, on a great breakaway score a, a worldie, and it's like oh. We could win this, and then all of a sudden, a <laughs> hundred seconds later, we go down the other end. And of course, the way the game ended was just crazy. Yeah. Thinking that we'd, thinking that we'd stolen it, um, and, and we would have stolen it um, to you know Arsenal running out three three one winners. So yeah, didn't didn't expect more. Um, the positives from a United perspective would be that Hoyland, um, the big guy, came on. He looked he strong, and he looked the business. He's quick. And uh, probably should have started. Martial was pretty soft, um, but I, you know the problem for us is we started the season with Varane and Martinez at the back, and we finished the game today with um, Maguire and Johnny Evans. Yeah. So uh, yeah, some problems there for sure. Yeah. And what did you make of the uh, of the um, the offside, mate? Because this is you know we saw it a little bit during the Women's World Cup as well, where. You know, it's just the marginal inches calls, and often they involve hands or arms, and, you, and you're just sort of thinking, well, you know, no one can score with that part of their body anyway. So it, at times, can be a brutal game, can't it? Well, it, 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 I thought it was offside in, in real time, but you know, when you saw the, the initial pictures, even the, even the commentators said as much, and subsequent photographs that have uh, appeared on Twitter and so on also make it look like it's onside. So yeah, look, I. It, it, I guess we just have to accept the fact that offside's offside, even if it's minuscule. Yeah. Um, but it's a cracking goal from United, and uh, and uh, yeah, it was, it was exciting, and yeah, I was raging um, for a few minutes, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, but yeah, it's, uh, I think that um, Hoyland may have had a penalty as well. In fact, they didn't they didn't show that, but they've seen it again, and they had a bit of a show. Um, but yeah, Anthony Killer never gives you United any favors, and uh, <laughs> we lived to fight another day. Mm. So where where do sort of United fans or how do they feel at the moment, Noel? Like four games in, two wins, two losses. And I know when we spoke to you sort of at the start of the season, there was you know a little bit of I guess confidence that they'd be a little bit higher up on the table. What do you sort of make of the first uh, four games for for United? Oh, we've been terrible, really. I mean, um, you know, we the fact that we've got six points, um, which is about the same as what we had last year, is an absolute miracle. Uh, they haven't played well. Um, I mean, the window in the end looked pretty good. But when you're signing the likes of Amra at, at the very end of the window, and he can't, I mean, they should have signed him a month ago if they're going to put him on loan, which means we would have been able to use him. Um, so, yeah, look, very average start. Um, different style of football because of the way the goalkeeper 
um, is keeping possession. You know, he was up around the, almost on the centre circle at some time. Um, so there's going to be some calamity there with him. There's no doubt about it. There's just eventually somebody's going to nick one and, and he'll look stupid. I, I quite like the way he plays. Uh, the problem for United is that we probably don't have the fullbacks who are capable enough to sort of receive the ball under pressure. Um, so, yeah, look, yeah, it's, it's not great, um, but I think... Um, if he gets Shaw back fit again, Amrabat in the team, obviously Mount um, can add something to it. The big boy Hoyland. Uh, so the, you know, there's sort of five or six players that come in, um, and the national, the national, the international break couldn't come quick enough for me. Mm. Another team that uh, really surprised me is, has been Newcastle. Now, I know when we spoke to you at the beginning, you, you sort of had them as maybe a top four side, maybe just outside, but they're sitting in 14th at the moment, just the one win. And then against Brighton on the weekend, it was 3-0 until a, uh, until a stoppage time consolation goal from, from Newcastle. What, what's going on with them this year? Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit strange. I mean, they've, they've spent some money. Um, I mean, the, the big talk for them throughout the season was that they needed a left back. And clearly, Burns has actually cost them badly in, in the first three games, and especially against Liverpool at home. Um, so, yeah, no, they, they, they've definitely brought attacking intent, um, but they've been pretty average. I mean, Brighton also sort of, you know, they obviously they've sort of got you know back back on the groove. They had a bad loss to West Ham at home, and we didn't really know what was going on there. They have sold some of their better players, but they look good against Newcastle. Newcastle looked sort of you know, very one pace and um, yeah, all of a sudden they don't look like top four at all. I mean, really, Newcastle and Chelsea uh, probably in unexpected positions and um, mm. sort of a pass mark for me at this point is obviously Postacoglu um, with um, Ange Ball uh, with Spurs and, and obviously Liverpool, they look like they're sort of uh, the, the ones that have come in and have made them better. So, but the rest, you know, is sort of pretty much the same and it would be a great league without Man City, let's face it. Yeah, well, the the, the thing that surprised me the most about Tottenham, Noel, is probably just the, is the goals they're scoring. You know, Well, the amount of goals they're scoring. So 5-2 over Burnley uh, yesterday. And because obviously the talk around Harry Kane leaving was where, where are the goals going to come from? You know, you say goodbye to your, your most prolific goal scorer in the club history. Where where do those goals come from? Not a problem for Ange and his men. Yeah, and there's a couple of things that have happened in the last week for Spurs. Obviously, he, he got a bit of stick for losing at Fulham in the League Cup on a, on a shootout. So, Carlison, who really wants to get scoring goals, he scored. Um, but he made some comments to say that he didn't play well and he kept giving the ball away. So, of course, he didn't play uh, yesterday, which was a bit strange. They also went one down, and you sort of think, OK, maybe the bubble's burst. And then, of course, they kick back and they and Song gets a hat-trick and they get an amazing... So, um, and I just read from the comments that Son has been saying he just had this dramatic effect on the players, um, but but as a human being, just not football. Mm. So he's definitely got some magic about him. And he's been able to do in the first four games what um, Mourinho and Conte and you know, some big names that have really been able to do in the early days, um, but really good signs. And he may get the Madison, Madison looks like he's a different player. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they look good. Yeah. Um, Everton. I want to talk about Everton because I've got a couple of mates who are big Everton fans, Noel, and they're very, very... I mean, if they weren't depressed enough not last year, they're certainly depressed this year. Um, they finally got a point. It was a draw against Sheffield United, who uh, now they just sit uh, 17th and 18th respectively. But Everton well and truly in the relegation zone, and given that they've had those struggles over the last couple of years, it, it, it probably surprises me the most, Noel, because they're such a, a, I guess, a, a big story club. They're, they're not a major club like a, you know, like a United or a Liverpool, but they've always been in the Premier League and they've always been competitive. 
but here they are down the bottom. Uh, would you, should you be scared if you're an Everton fan? Um, look, you know, nobody wants to be down there at this point of the season. But from what I've seen from them, they're actually better than what they were the league position puts them. They had a very unfortunate goal um, coming off the back of Pickford on the weekend. The very first game of the season, I can't remember who they played. They were at home uh, and they absolutely battered the other team. Should have won, didn't. Um, so yeah, they, they they're better than what they're showing, um, and um, they they did get a hiding, I think, at Newcastle. But I, I think they'll be fine. Um, he's got young James Carr, a Chanel player, playing. He's spent some money in the transfer window. I think the biggest challenge that that club has is the challenges with their ownership. You know, the the FA have, have knocked back a couple of suitors already because they weren't you know of suitable standards. So uh, yeah, there's some major issues behind the scenes there. But I I think they're fine. I mean, they, you know, there's no surprise to see the three um, promoted teams, uh, three of the bottom four, in, mm. in my mind, and um, looking scary for them already. Yeah. Um, Champions League, Noel starts in three weeks' time. Um, most of the uh, most of those English clubs are in action uh, on the first or second day of it. Um, how much do you think that's going to, I guess, mix up the Premier League with uh, with those teams having to sort of back up midweek and, uh, and play a couple of games per week? Well, right now it's going to put a lot of. It's going to be difficult for um, certainly Newcastle with their form and Man United with the, with the number of injuries that they've got. Um, I mean, Man City obviously had a, <laughs> a dream draw. It won't affect them in the slightest. The more games, the better for them. Alan obviously looks like a beast already, just unstoppable on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Newcastle, of course, they got the group from hell, didn't they? You know, PSG, Dortmund. And Milan, and uh, yeah, I mean they, they look they look like the bottom. I think the I mean I think the players love the National League or the the Champions League, and um, you, you know it's about having big squads and a bit of depth so that you can coast through the easy games and, and save players for the weekend. And they have a lot of games coming up, so it it, it will be a test, um, particularly those that have injuries and, and small squads. But I think the big clubs um, will rally for that. I mean it's that's where the money is. That's where the glory is. Just finally, before you go, Noel, um, who's been the most surprising to you? Maybe maybe from, not in terms of um, the top teams, but maybe uh, some of the lesser teams that are maybe sitting higher than you thought they would be. Who, who's really stuck out for you just through the first four games? Well, probably Brighton. Um, I think we all expected Brighton to um, um, really struggle. You know, the, you know, Lefkeo again, a big top player. Um, absolutely, you know, they're nine points, one point, point below the sort of top four. Um, they've been good. Crystal Palace also, I mean, they, I know they only won 3-2 today, but they were 3-0 up and um, coasting. They've looked quite good, even, you know, you know obviously they've lost um, the high. And, uh, yeah, and I, I guess the other one, probably not even far. It's good to see that they've got two wins out of, out of four and probably should have beaten Man United and would have had nine, nine points. Um, so they're three, and disappointed that Villa really looked like they were going to sort of kick in and and um, really really trouble the top four. I and mean, then they got absolutely murdered with, with Liverpool this morning, and um, certainly the disappointing ones. But yeah, Bright, Brighton Palace and uh, and you may you can't ignore West Ham, of course. Um, you know, sitting sitting in number four. Sitting in that Champions League spot, um, Brighton here twelve goals so far this season, which is the most of any team, including City, uh, despite the fact that they won, uh, they scored five goals over the weekend. Noel, I uh, really appreciate you joining us as always, uh, my friend. Once again, commiserations to you. you can take the afternoon off to uh, to recover, get back on your feet. <laughs> 
Thanks very much, Sam. There you go. Noel Barkley, the former white striker. Big United fan as well, uh, for people who are wondering. So, uh, yeah, look, Brighton, um, well, they surprised last year as well, didn't they? Finish in fifth or sixth last year, Brighton. And so here they are in sixth position again after a couple of games. And early days, very early days. I do love... Um, scheming on the Premier League when it's this early on uh, you remember this time last year Arsenal were well out in front um, they're sitting in fifth at the moment Arsenal uh, but a couple of undefeated teams United, Tottenham Liverpool, West Ham Arsenal who make up the top five all of them undefeated um, it's just Tottenham, Liverpool West Ham and Arsenal all have a draw and that's why they're two points behind City uh, the other team that's undefeated at the moment is uh, Brentford uh, they've picked up three draws and a win so they're just not able to get the uh, the W, the three points, but they're getting them in, in singles, so they're on six points, but they're undefeated um, there. So, uh, yeah, early days, but uh, and plenty to come.